0: Welcome to the Grief Burrito Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Wilde, and if this is your first time with us, welcome to the big fucking episode 20. Yeah, Cheer with me, Jordan! Yeah. So we've been going since February now, which is crazy. It blows my mind. Time flies. I know, I know. So we're a comedy, gaming, and a movie podcast with the occasional dusting of paranormal spookies. You can't see my hands. Tell them, Jordan, I'm doing it. they like just moving the fingers when doing jazz hands. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, jazz fingies. <laughs> and today... <laughs> <laughs> was brought to you by our wonderful sponsors. Nobody. Because yeah. we don't put adverts in our podcast because we're supported by our amazing and wonderful Patreon subscribers. So a huge thank you to you. This week's episode and our newest Patreon goes out to Nat Delmanzo. And if that isn't the fucking coolest name you've ever heard, that really is. Yeah, you are lying.
1: None of this would happen without you yeah. guys. Thank
0: you, Nat Delmanzo. I met him in a coffee shop. Met him that day, and he signed up for our Patreon. Sat right next to me, and that is not bullshit. I know sometimes I bullshit about how I met some of the Patreon subscribers, but this is genuinely true. <laughs> he signed up, sat next to me, oh, mate. Yeah. That is... While I was eating, co- eating coffee, eating a cake, drinking my coffee. The power of friendship. Yes, but it was. It was good. Yeah, we're gonna see each other again soon, hopefully. And also a quick shout out to the new listeners in Greece. Got Greece, some new Greek listeners. Yeah. 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 We are very nicely covering the map, and I'm enjoying it.
1: We need one of those scratch-off map things.
0: Yes. That'd be awesome. I've, I've got one.
1: Have you? Yeah, do you want me to bring it, and we can put it on the wall? Yeah, man. Yeah. Whack it probably on that one, because that one's... Yeah. Yeah, I, it was harder <laughs> to point
0: behind my own head, so... Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll do it there. Yeah, so how's your, how have you been since our last episode with Alex.
1: Yeah, right, not, not bad, mate. I don't think anyone's ever gonna live up to that again.
0: No, that was that was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> this episode will definitely live up to it Yeah, yeah. Mean, Sorry, <laughs> carry on listening. <laughs> yeah, good God. It was a great episode. I really enjoyed that. If you if you haven't listened to Alex's podcast, which is the Ronin Geek podcast, please do. We uh they're definitely one of our favourite weekly driver podcast that gets me through the day and i've been going through their backlog recently they did one about the n64 episode um the best n64 games oh, so wow. I've, been, I've been going through that this morning which is a very cool episode yeah yeah it was good it was it was relevant to what we'd done obviously because we're looking at games that inspired for our last episode yeah that was really cool which i think what else i did
1: oh i got electrocuted this morning did you i did that <laughs> does not surprise me every time i see you something has happened something terribly, terribly interesting happened. yeah
0: yeah i was uh, i was drying this lion's mane of a do that i've been dealing with and uh, my hands were wet and then I noticed my Xbox was plugged
1: in, so I think, oh, I'll just unplug the Xbox and like just completely got a shotgun, my little baby thingy. <laughs> Mate. It's horrible. <laughs> no, I've had that before where I am the reason the uh, the the like ground pin exists. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes I'm just an idiot, I just like ham-fistedly grab and wrap my fingers round. Like, like get blown across the room. Yeah,
0: oh, all smoky, stuck up hair and all that. Yeah, I'm a moron. Yeah, and look like, uh, what's, what is it, Back to the Future, when he plays that giant amplifier, and it's like, boom! It's like, <laughs> fucking shoots him across the room.
1: Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, that, I'm not the smartest. Tell that? you what,
0: that film still stands as a staple as having one of the best intro songs. Yeah, intro I scenes. only
1: watched that for the first time, like, two years ago. Really? Yeah. Right. And that and Aliens on the same day, because I'd never seen Aliens. I still haven't no. seen Aliens what i know i've just never got around to it Right, right i've got the blu-ray i'll bring that
0: around as well it's flooding me with blu-ray <laughs> i know yeah we brought the dead space blu-ray today i say we that was the royal we i meant uh, i because <laughs> <laughs> we've been playing through it on our youtube channel which is grief Brio. if you need to find that and uh yeah it's, it's a very interesting game
1: the, the royal we by that i mean i jordan bringing nothing to the yes. table <laughs> <laughs> uh, But never mind um so but before we go any further we
0: need to play our little interview that we recorded a few moments ago with Lauren. Because all these guys need to meet her. So let's go. <laughs> oh
2: my okay? god, I feel so anxious. Dude. There we
0: go. You feel anxious. Yeah. Don't feel anxious. It's alright. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here with Lauren.
2: Hello.
0: There you go. That's, that's Lauren. Say hi, Jordan.
1: I was going to do the clap.
2: It's
0: too late. <laughs> Too late, too late. Clap. (laughs) Clap. Go on, do the clap. Thank you. So we're here with Lauren. Hello. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be the wonderful lady doing our videos for our ghost hunt.
2: Yeah, which will be exciting. So
0: I've just pulled up some pictures because I want to actually show you the location. Oh, wow. So this is the building.
2: That's really posh. It's
0: very posh. It's a very big hotel. Inside, that's like (gasps) one of the old courtrooms. Oh my God, wow. Which had been turned into a bar. The um, best
2: kind of thing to turn it into
0: exactly and then this place is a giant hall so that's one of wow. the main rooms that we've got we also have so from from what i know so far is the building was built in 1818 mm-hmm. um, it was used as a courthouse pretty much throughout and there was a giant prison built out back sorry John, i can't see if the microphone oh, sorry. is there um, there was a giant prison built out back which was knocked down and it was used to hold prisoners of war during world war ii God. so nazis were kept there
2: Oh my god, that's so cool. I know, freaky, right? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> also, seven people were hung in the grounds, and there are seven bowler hats hung above the doorway in the courthouse to uh-huh. represent those seven people, which is cool. So I want to make sure we get down there and do some recordings in that part.
2: That's totally not creepy at all.
0: It is creepy, I know. Mm-hmm. Yes, super creepy. <laughs> so I think if we work top-down, so we go from the bedrooms, which is where we're going to be staying, because we are staying overnight, as I said. Yeah. Listeners might not know, but we have got hotel rooms secured, so we will be staying there. So we're going to work down from the bedrooms all the way down through the hall and the stairs, down into the bar, actually where I think we should do some EVP readings. Mm-hmm. There is a temperature thing we can get as well, which we could maybe try out, but I'm not sure.
1: Okay. I'm guessing it's quite sensitive.
0: Yeah, of- yeah. Yeah. It like, if the temperature suddenly gets colder in the room, it'll detect it where you are. So you can be like, there's a ghost on me.
2: It's <laughs> touching me body. Oh, that'd, be, or something.
1: that'd be really terrifying if it was just like a cold flush and you just heard this thing like, bee yeah, louder. <laughs> Jesus. I'm already spooked. I know. And then I think we should move down into the basement.
2: So move away from safety, yeah. Yes. So Um. we
0: get further and further. (laughs) Unsafe. Yes. Yeah. And then eventually ending up in the cells underground. Because this, like I said before, this court is unusual that it had its own prison built with it, which is underneath. And that's where they used to hang the people. So it's it's a nice It wasn't like
1: a public display.
0: (laughs) Apparently there was, yeah, you could go out the back and watch the hangings. Right. I know
1: right right this was before
2: tv jordan yeah i was literally
1: just gonna say that i was like no that would be a stupid thing to say so thanks (laughs) (laughs) great thank you (laughs) no yeah it's gonna be an interesting time for all so any questions lauren
2: uh no no sounds good sounds scary should be i'm i'm terrified of the dark so i can't wait to see how (laughs) scary this
0: gets see the scary thing is about it you're gonna be the one holding the camera yeah so you're gonna be the only one being able to see Oh. In the night vision, which yeah. I'm looking forward to, especially if you're the one that's scared.
2: Yeah, to be fair, You'll hear lots and lots of screams. Yes. I'm
1: looking forward to the audio, which is just going to be like,
2: fuck, oh!
1: <laughs> yeah, just walking into everything. <laughs>
2: and the occasional like, ah! Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like, what happened? Something touched me. It's just me like, sorry, I was just squeezing past. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like me. the waiter in the night. Oh, man. This is going to be... I- I don't know how I feel about this. I'm excited, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, if I die, I swear to God. I'm going to haunt you. I'm going to haunt the <laughs> fuck out of you. <laughs> Please do, and then Lauren can record it. At the office. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. I'll actually, put it in like, the
2: highlights, the fuck. Greek Reader highlights. Yes. Yeah,
0: I'd love that. that this would actually be really good to use for that highlight video, actually. I think it's going to be really cool. Mm. Yeah, and then we can get you on the show afterwards if you want. We can do like a little bonus show for the patreon subscribers
2: Well, I have to come back. You can come back. Just <laughs> do like what we're doing now <laughs> Like
0: I said have, to. have <laughs> to I
1: have to come back. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do
0: uh, I was trying to think of some other methods of things we can try to find ghosts So of, of the ones that I read about online We've got the EVP tests got the night vision cameras like the temperature readings We've got the hello method, which is just literally asking if anyone's there. So you're just like hello hello <laughs> it's like Abe, abe's odyssey yeah yeah hi stop <laughs> <laughs> <That> it
2: <laughs> you could um you could take a ouija board i'm not oh, being involved I know, in that see, but... i
0: know that and helen mentioned that i don't want to touch Shout a ouija out to helen board. but i i don't want to do that and she also said she doesn't want to do that
2: oh damn so we're all just big losses creepy, yeah
0: <laughs> pretty much i don't my main worry here yeah. is that sometimes apparently spirits latch on to people and if we take them home with us I don't want if I can get possessed. Fucking weird shit happens to you all the time. I'm not. Yeah, no. I've got enough one. spookies going on. I don't <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's a standing torch method where you stand in a pitch black room. You stand up a thin torch standing up and you ask oh, it see, to knock yeah. it over. So that's something we could try. And then I did see something on. It's a YouTube channel called Shane Dawson. Which is oh, I some, love Shane Dawson. Oh, you know Shane Dawson. Yeah. Shane Dawson. So have you watched his paranormal things? Yeah, all yeah, of them. Okay. Yeah, they're really fun. That's the kind of thing I want to go for. So I'm yeah. kind of glad that you've, you've seen that. Uh, He does something with a laser pointer where he has like a scattered laser. Yeah. Yeah. It's like dots everywhere. So if you see something move across the dots, you can detect stuff moving. Oh, that's a really cool idea. So that's something I'd like to play with, especially because visually on the camera, it'd look really nice as well. Mm -hmm. Any other ideas?
2: There's the one where you just sort of lie in a dark room. I think Shane Dawson did it, where you just sort of lie or stand in the dark room with like no one else around you, mm-hmm. just recording to see if like someone something makes a noise or something. Okay, yeah. That could be cool, but I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> candle as well. Candles are good. The one. candle. Because oh with us being underground, there's yeah. going to be no external. Uh, hopefully. See, that's sourcing. that's
0: just give me an idea, but it means one of us being in the cells alone.
1: Like a candle in the wind, yeah, exactly. Or lack thereof. Sorry, I <laughs> yeah, lack thereof. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, um, I think that would be
0: very interesting to have, just draws, like draws. the lone, because ca- we're gonna have a couple of different cameras. Yeah. I think if we have, well, we've got your camera and I've got my two cameras, so maybe mm-hmm. we could have two like handheld, and then your main camera. Yeah. So we could have like face cams, and then you can be filming mm-hmm. to show everyone else. Maybe we could stand one of the cameras in the cells, and then sort of just see. And we could always we can always leave the camera there and see. If anything happens, yeah, I'll come back to it.
2: I've also got like a little fake GoPro that does oh, right, like wide okay. angle, so you can. Brilliant! You can that. strap that to Jordan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Send Put him in. Go! <laughs> Lock the doors. Just like, like Jordan. A Jordan's light. a bit on edge. Just like yeah, he's not smoked in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there are there any aliens or ghosts? Like nope. Just really, really want to sig. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, that's the plan so far. Yeah. Hopefully, we catch something. We
0: might not. If we don't, it's a nice... A little fun experience. That experience, and we get a nice hotel room for the night. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, they're nice. fucking really nice. The hotel is amazing. <laughs> yeah, really, really cool place. So that's it. Thank you, Lauren, for coming that's in for a little right. introduction. And we'll see you on the next episode, I guess.
2: Yeah, see you soon, <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Bye. It's time for us to talk about games. New ones. New ones. New New ones. Did I mention that? They're new. It's not game news, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not, is it? Oh, no. no. But yeah, so after the last episode, we thought we'd have a talk about some of the biggest indie games, because we sort of talked about how these big AAA games influence the industry going forward from their, their retro points. Which console did we speak about the most retro? We spoke about some of the Super Nintendo stuff, didn't we?
1: Yeah, I think that was mainly the kind of grounds we stuck at. Yeah. yeah. And then I did mention Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Being yeah. Like, oh, sorry, Medal of Honor, which is PS1.
0: Yeah, it was PS1, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, So with these, we thought we'd go into some of the indie games. Indie games are unusual in the way that they shift the market. They don't tend to change it the way that AAA games do. No, definitely. It doesn't tend to be like big set-piece huge things, does it?
1: Well, no, they tend to start out as kind of an idea. Mm -hmm. So... With Minecraft, it was like a... Obviously, we're going to talk about Minecraft, yeah. because that's the biggest indie game that's ever yeah, happened. Yeah, that's a great before. one to start on, so we'll go from there. So, it started out as this little thing where you survive and build a house and stuff, and now if you look at it, it's like a multi-million dollar, like, huge... huge. Almost conglomerate, where it's yeah, got yeah. spin-offs, it's got books, it's got encyclopedias, it's, it's got... a film. It's going to film, yeah. It's got the um, the other game where you do story mode. That's on Netflix now. I know. After Bandergast yeah. came out, isn't there
0: going to be a uh, dungeon crawler style? There is, yeah. It's Coming out, I think I was showing at E three this year.
1: And it was just like it's such a strange thing seeing this game that was just effectively about Lego. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. Virtual Lego, isn't it? Is now they've got a convention. They've mm-hmm. got uh, Deadmau5 played at one of the conventions. Did he? yeah, no he way. Did. yeah, he's a massive fan. That's crazy. But, it's incredible how this game has changed the face of the gaming industry within mm-hmm. its own rights. It spawned this like all these spin off, like people just trying to cash in on it. Terraria came out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it just, uh, I think it's Seven Days to Die was built on that kind of idea yeah, so. as well. Is Terraria
0: um, the 2D style just, version? Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. like side scroller version of it. Oh,
1: it's just, seriously, when you think about it, it's just insane mm-hmm. where this is kind of. I first heard about it off a mate of mine who moved to Australia. Oh, right. um, and he just messaged me one day like, oh, if you played Minecraft. I was like, what is it? He was like, I was trying to get more information because no one knew what it was. <laughs> <It's> blocks. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you just like build stuff and there are skeletons and stuff like that. And I was like, right, what time period is it saying? Yeah. And bearing in mind, I'd never heard of this before. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's not really a time period. And I went, it sounds kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I played it and I was like, this happened. is amazing. It's yeah. just, it, it defies expectation. If you've never heard of mm-hmm. it, which you've definitely heard of it now. Yeah, yeah you
0: have now, yeah. It, I remember when it, I think I played it when it first came to the Xbox. And I think it was actually my dad who got it first. My dad's sort of like a trailblazer when it comes to games. He always seems to get stuff first before me. And uh, I just remember coming in and I heard that, that music. You know, the classic little theme where you're just wandering through the world and it's yeah. dead peaceful. Uh, it's so, so good, that music. Whoever did the song for I don't actually know if it was Notch did the music as well or if he got a sound designer in there. But well done to him. That's it's, it's a very very nice song. It's you sort of lose yourself in it, don't you? And then you start to forget how long you've been playing. It's a game that's very easy to forget how long you've been playing.
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's is. So it's so atmospheric for what it is. If you played mm-hmm. VR or Minecraft.
0: No, but Jono has told me about I've, it. I've got it. Yeah, it's, he said it's very good. i will
1: set it up at some point. I need to play my v, my VR at some. point. Yeah, you do. Let's play Beat it's Saber later. Actually, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, because I've never played it. We'll do this.
0: Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, mate.
1: But yeah, there's the the issue of Minecraft for me though is that when you first get it, you'll spend three days making this massive grand house or castle or something. Yeah. And then the next day it's like, bam, just like my creativity is gone. Yeah. I'm never playing this again. <laughs>
0: and the creeper will turn up and just go, Yes. Yeah. Well, that was
1: when it was just the survival as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like, I just I just stopped. Yeah. I feel so bad for the amount of time I wasted. <laughs> and then they made the creative update. And yeah, like, yeah. I could have just done all this yeah. in minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> some people have made some incredible things though, it? I mean, it's got to the point where even just going from such basic building to being able to build like... People build like analog computers in there, haven't they? That are like switchboards oh, yeah. through the Redstone yeah. stuff. And you can actually calculate stuff yeah. through He'll blocks. Yeah, looks up to those
1: people. Yeah, yeah, uh. I mean, he
0: does. Yeah, Well, he thinks we're living in a fucking Minecraft simulation, don't you? So that's probably why.
1: Yeah, that could be it. But yeah, people have made like full-scale replicas of like Minas Tirith, yeah. um King's Landing. Yeah. uh Winterfell, which is kind of easy compared to King's Landing. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's fallen just, like, down. a big keep and nothing else. <laughs> like. So it's just like, yeah, it blows the mind, doesn't it? it the does. amount of stuff that people can make. The amount of time people spend on them. Some guy went like a couple of years, I think. Really? In survival, mhm, um without dying and then got killed by a baby zombie. Oh, no way. I got read it. Really? On Reddit, That's probably well shit. Horrible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'd I'd heard initially that when Notch started that game, he literally had one of those, you know, the big yellow books that's like coding for dummies. Yeah. And that was how he started in his basement. Yeah. And then didn't he outbid Jay-Z and Beyonce on Tony Stark's house? I'm sure he lives in Tony Stark's house. Oh my God. From Iron Man. I want it. I'm sure, I I heard that he'd outbid them in cash for this house, which is fucking insane. But yeah, he probably has that much money.
1: How, um, yeah, he's, Wadded. Beyond Wadded.
0: Beyond Wadded.
1: Beyond the Wad.
0: (laughs) He is beyond the Wad. No one (laughs) can help him now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's... I can't can't stress enough how much that game just came out of nowhere and just became this phenomenal... Yeah, I don't even remember hearing
0: about the production behind, you know, it coming out and this is being worked on. But I suppose because it was just him and it was an indie release where they released it themselves.
1: I think a guy called Jeb yes I think yeah. uh, it can't be jeb <laughs> but it I, might I think be it jeb. might be jeb yeah. <laughs> it is now i
0: was i was thinking about Well, i suppose particularly in minecraft as well it kind of falls into that category that indie games is a collective effect like i said before they affect the market in a different way but they extend with their own limitations from what they can do like we were talking about with um the console limitations last week yeah I was saying, like, in Silent Hill, the fog was to cover up the draw distance, that kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like in indie games, because their scope has to be so much smaller in terms of what they can actually do, with whether it's their team size or their funding or the amount of time that they've got, sometimes they have more time, obviously, because they're not restricted to a studio. Yeah. But I feel like they with their restrictions that they have, they really nail down the mechanics of what they want in the game more than a lot of AAA games do. So you find a lot of AAA games will just fucking cram every kind of mechanic into something. It's a sandbox, you've got crafting, it's a first-person shoe, yeah. you can swing from stuff, but you can also hunt, and you can swim and fish if you really want. Or, or you can Minecraft in there too, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's never done... It, every exactly. one of them's like a 4 out of 10. Yeah, it's, to, yeah. it's a
0: jack-of-all-trades and a master of none, whereas you find a lot of indie games where... For example, there's a game that I started playing that was called Gris, which is spelt Gris, G-R-I-S. Okay. And it's a really simple game. You can't take damage. Okay. I don't think I don't think there's any combat from where I've seen so far. You can jump, you can swim, you can fly, like, flap a little bit, and then you can turn yourself heavy. And that's pretty much all you can do in it, but it is one of the most, like... I don't want to say emotional narrative games, but I suppose it is. It's all very beautiful art style and really nice piano music. It's very kind of hand-zimmery. But it's, yeah. it's simple in what it does, but the mechanics that it does have, it does really, really well.
1: Well, that's what you want, isn't it? Mm. Really. Like, can you think of... I'm, I'm sure you can think of loads of games where you've played them and you're just like, I want more, more. More from this, yeah, yeah. Just like more of one thing specifically. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Batman games. Yeah. Um, I want more detective-y stuff. Because the combat's says, great, yeah. but it's the same as everything else. Mm-hmm. It's like all the games around that time that were like that. Yeah, If you, if you look at like Mad Max, um, mm-hmm. that Remember Me, which Remember Me is kind of a forgotten one now. I don't even remember that. <laughs> Ironically. <laughs> um, yeah, you it just all of them are very similar. Mm-hmm. And they needed something to set them apart. Batman's was kind of the detective-y stuff. There wasn't really any detective work in it no detecting yeah so master detective doing no detecting
0: So far i'm just mastering baiting <laughs> master debating
1: <laughs> speaking of time time frames for making games mm-hmm. have you seen video game the movie no that is a really interesting game talking about one of the characters one of the people sorry the developers they stick but with uh, is phil fish Oh, right, okay. was the guy who made Fez. Yeah, yeah. That guy's a prick. Yeah, a lot but, of
0: people don't like him very much. I yeah, yeah.
1: but you can tell how much of his like, heart and soul he's put into his games.
0: Yeah, he stepped away, hasn't he? He's he's,
1: stepped, yeah, he's going to make Fez 2, and then he just quit. Yeah. He just said, you know, I'm not doing this. But then again, he did say that if people didn't like his game, he'd just kill himself. And it was like, <laughs> right, probably don't lead with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's not like a guaranteed bonus selling point, really. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it gave him motivation to make his mechanics good. Yeah. And he did.
1: Because Fez was a critically acclaimed game. It
0: was, yeah. It was a really cool little game with all your perspective shifts.
1: Braid was in a similar vein as well, wasn't it? But that one had time control. Bra- so. Was that him as well? No, I feel like they came out at a similar time, though. Mm-hmm. And Braid was like a. If you rewind, it's like you could rewind time. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like Prince of Persia, but not. It was. It's, that was a side scroller, cool wasn't it? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, one thing with. I've never played
0: much of braid i've only played a little bit of it i think i managed to get a demo one time it was a game that sort of passed me by because i i found myself i found myself <laughs> here i am here i am oh it's over there that i didn't really <laughs> know what an indie game was when i was younger yeah and it, it wasn't because i didn't make sense of it it was just because i wasn't aware that not only big companies made games yeah in my head it, that was just not a concept
1: yeah well leading on to that you're mm-hmm. full of segues yeah <laughs> it's, mate it's amazing well i'm on it um you've got then People like the people came from Newgrounds. Mm-hmm. So with them, you've got um, Tom Fulp and Dan Paladin. Yeah. Who made like, Alien Hominid, uh, Castle Crashers. Great uh, which I think they're behemoth yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you also had... Uh, oh, I forgot his name now. The guy who made Binding of Isaac, Ed- Edmund... Edmund. Right, there's a video from back when I used to do the old YouTube stuff of me <laughs> failing to say Edmund McMillan. Edmund McMillan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's he, hard name like, to say. Edmund McMillan, yeah. yeah. So he made, like, Super Meat Boy and The Basement Collection and mm. The End is Nigh and The Binding of Isaac and, like, just all these people that have come out and it's just like, right, we can make these amazing games too. Yeah. And, yeah, it blows you away when you think, like... It does. Shit. This guy's made, like, an infinitely replayable game that I love and it's about a baby crying on poo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it,
0: I've I've played I've played some of that. Obviously, we know that Jono was obsessed with Binding of Isaac. He never stopped playing it. Rightly so. Rightly so. It's a great game. It's a weird game though.
1: Oh yeah. It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah,
0: but that, again, that's something that comes into the the whole vein of indie games. You tend to get these weird experience like games. Well, they'll put you in a story that you're not used to getting because a big company might have vetoed that kind of story behind a game oh yeah of a is it like a failed aborted fetus or something so
1: god speaks to isaac's mom apparently and he she tries to kill him right so he escapes into the basement of the house and then he works his way through uh and depending on the endings you get it depends on what the story is Right, okay. Uh, I don't know if there's actually an overarching story. I never looked into that. Is it like a procedural
0: story as well as a procedural
1: Yeah, I game feel like there thing. might be.
0: See so that's a nice concept. And again, that's what I mean. Big companies don't tend to do that.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised Dead Space was a thing in the end because mm-hmm. it deals with some like real yeah. body horror. Yeah, kind yeah of stuff. it does. Yeah, it definitely like, does. I didn't think that'd sell.
0: Yeah. I mean there's a game um that I, w- I wanted to get onto it was uh, was Limbo. That was one of the ones that I've been doing a bit of reading about and yeah, that was that the was first game, game for me. It was, it was, it was really cool, and it, it stood out in not only its graphical style but the tone of the whole thing. That was the game that introduced me to indie games. I think. So I think it okay, was it twenty ten. I think Limbo
1: came out. I think so. If well, I remember correctly. Did you play Inside as well? By the I same didn't people. play
0: that one, but I've watched plenty of playthroughs
1: of it. Yeah, that is a weird game. Very weird game. Very, very weird. The blob game. thing. Yeah, that's like as right well, at was, the end as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler.
0: <laughs> um, so as, as I said, it was. That was what introduced me to the indie market and it's that stands as an example of where the limitations that we spoke about before is in the graphical style or in the art style like they use this very unusual silhouette style it's almost like noir isn't it it's all black and white yeah it's all about the silhouette the characters and the environment and that gives way to such a heavy tone of the game because everything feels shadowed and darkness
1: yeah, when you come up against the spider.
0: Yeah, that that's really when you see the big legs coming off the side of the screen, and it's well, it's yeah. animated really really it's down well. Down to the movement, yeah, it's like yeah.
1: it makes you feel like you are fighting a spider.
0: It does, and that but that's because of that style, the art style they chose meant that they could animate in a certain way. So they've literally animated the joints that just bend, so that it'll be separate pieces, the legs, and it'll be a- animated from a pivot point at the top where it just connects them, almost like yeah. Did you ever make a cartoon character? Where you put that little gold pin through it, and you yeah. could like bend the arms. It's a virtual version of that, animating that kind of style. So it, it's simpler in that way, and you get a lot of freedom with it.
1: There's a lot of intrigue with the world as well, mm-hmm. because there's never a clear-cut understanding, like with Inside. No, no. They never give you anything, but it always leaves you like, when I finished Inside, I was like, I want to know more about this. What yeah, was the yeah. ending? What was all this about? Why is this happening? Yeah, that's like, that's what you want to know. Start, you're getting shot at, and yeah. it's like, why? What, what is going on here? Yeah, you don't know what's the problem with the kids. In, in
0: Limbo, I think, is that you're looking for your sister, I think that's the only kind of main
1: Yeah
0: like, driving what. force behind it. I think that was that was all I could remember anyway. Um and with the darkness of that and I mean I suppose and inside as well, the the deaths are pretty horrible in the game. Oh yeah. But they're also weirdly funny. Do you know what I mean? Did you get attacked by the dogs in Inside? Yeah, I, no, I didn't. I, I've seen the, the playthrough of that bit. And that's pretty horrible. But I, but yeah, I it, found it more funny in Limbo.
1: Yeah, because it kind of ragdolls this, like, comedic, yeah, yeah. like, it's so dark, and then just like, mm-hmm. wha, and they yeah. just, like, <laughs> ragdoll about, and you're like,
0: heh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it always gives me that pang of guilt for being, it's, it's like when something happens you go, whoa, fucking hell, like, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, but you know you shouldn't really laugh at it.
1: Yeah, oh, Lara Croft, sorry, segue away from small games, but Lara Croft, the fucking Tomb Raider games, the newer ones. Yeah. Those scenes are brutal when she dies. Have you seen them?
0: Yeah, I remember the one where you get crushed in the cave or
1: something? Yeah, or like impaled by a tree, and it's like, oh my god, the voice actor. I know, yeah. (laughs) Right, just stand in this booth, Uh, just imagine you're getting impaled by a tree, and then a plane falls on you. Yeah. (laughs) Go! just like fucking (laughs) chuck shit on her. What? (laughs) What? I don't, I don't know this is my first day <laughs> yeah. it
0: would have been actually yeah, it was the first scene yeah so any others that you're thinking
1: Um, there's so many mm-hmm. there's just like fucking oh, uh, Toy Soldiers was a really good one. Oh yeah little RTS uh, As in... no not an RTS sorry um, where you're like in a toy box and you've got a like it's a tower defense game but you can take uh, over right, the individual okay. pieces of like yeah, a yeah. toy box with the toy soldiers. Sorry, my stomach. I know it's really mental. mine. Did it
0: as well before. You probably both yeah. pick them both
1: on the mic. Um, there's just uh, stealth Inc. Mm-hmm. um Counter Spy was a recent one which was good. It, they've not really not shaped yet. anything. Yeah, but they're like really interesting mm-hmm. little projects. I'd love to see more of. But right. it's like definitely the big ones like Minecraft, Super Meat Boy, because Super Meat Boy especially. Yeah, was um, Celeste came out recently. Right. Which was like uh, you're trying to climb a mountain. And it's a big take on mental health. Oh right, okay. And it's a big story there. It's nice uh, when
0: you get concepts behind little games, little industries. They tend to think a bit more about that yeah, kind of thing.
1: Hundred percent because they, they that's they're telling a story. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he's like jumping. You're jumping up this mountain, and it's very reminiscent of the way Meat Boy plays. Um. And there was another game I, th- I can't remember what it's called now, and the guy who made it, he had a heart condition. Mm. Or was it Hyper Drifter? It's Hyper Drifter. That's what yeah. I've got next on
0: mine. Yeah. Yeah, that, that game is... It's not Full made, it's, it's crafted. It's Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're doing well. It has amazingly tight controls. It's got incredible, incredibly beautiful visuals in, in the pixel art that it's chosen. The the Whoever did the color palettes, it's fucking spot on. Like, as an artist, I'm just jizzing all about this. It's just fucking awesome. <laughs> all upon this. All, all upon this. Um, And the world that it's built is incredible. Again, in a style that we love of this narrative that takes a back seat and it sort of, like, allows the player to experience the world as you go as opposed to shoving a story down your throat. Very, like, Dark Soulsian again. Yeah. You don't really get much of a story and, to my knowledge in Hyperlight Drifter, I don't think there's actually any talking.
2: People, like, when is. you talk
0: to someone, it sort of shows an image above the head, I think. Yeah. And it just goes up, and just shows, like, a little thing of... And you kind of get the gist of what you're doing from that image.
1: Yeah, it's massively crafted those kind yeah, of games. The soundtrack is what well, you can get from, um, or you could get mm-hmm. on vinyl licensed. Oh, really? From, um, I am eight bit, oh, and the right. artwork on there is insane as well. Yeah, it Just, is. I love the collectible stuff like that.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, the yeah the soundtrack was really cool on that. I, I might get that. You know, nice yeah, if yeah, I, can get I think they're
1: out of stock. Fuck! We'll uh, see speaking I can of soundtracks, on. FTL. Faster than the light. light, yeah. Insanely good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And Hotline Miami, which is possibly my favourite game of all time. Yep. Talk about Hotline Miami. That's a great, great indie one. Hotline Miami? Well. Yeah, go. If, if, fuck. ramble um, <laughs> it. If you've not heard of Hotline Miami, it is a kind of graphically reminiscent of the first Grand Theft Auto. So top down, top down. down. Um, but it's a hyper violent game where you play as basically a psychopath called yep. Jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually own the jacket yep. and the official mask. <laughs> And, uh, the <laughs> and the vinyls and the limited edition game that they made with mm-hmm. the cassettes and the comic book. Uh, the it's vinyls just...
0: are very cool in that they're really cool colours. Yeah, I they're... really like coloured vinyl. They're fucking beautiful. Yeah. One of my favourite bands, Tesseract, did it. Did a crystal vinyl, it's completely clear.
1: Well, I've got the yeah. um, Frostpunk one as well. Oh really? Like Frostpunk's a great mm-hmm. indie game as well. Like Town, town Management, so many good indie games. <laughs> um, but Hotline Miami is just this this story of. He picks up the phone. He gets told, gets told to go somewhere and kill these people. Um, and again, there isn't a massive amount of story, but there are these characters you kind of associate with, like Jacket's just doing what he's told. Uh, there's a guy you found out in number two, the guy who like gives you pizza and just says it's on the house. You were yeah. actually in arm with him. Oh, and that's right. how he knows you And you rescue this prostitute and you take care of her and then you get shot in the head. And it's just this like massive kind of clusterfuck yeah, but it's all set to this like amazing like eighties synthwave synth wave music, yeah. and the aesthetics amazing. And it's just I had the soundtrack on for forever just because it's so good. <laughs>
0: it is. Really, it's a soundtrack that I, I've not played it that much. I've played it a couple of times, and I know my brother yeah. is obsessed with that. He's got the jacket and the mask as well. Oh mate, um, yeah, he's it's me he's doing well. Yeah, <laughs> but even I've listened to the soundtrack countless times when I'm working away, you know, yeah. sculpting models or whatever for games. Yeah, it's just it's an endearing soundtrack. It just makes you want to listen to more.
1: Like, it makes you feel like, feel like when you listen to like Roller Mobster by Carpenter mm-hmm. Brute. Oh, I so live. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I wore my jacket and everything and people were like, oh, no way. I was like, yeah, mate. I'm so cool right now. I am. So people were like, oh, can I get a picture? I was like, I, what? <laughs> no, it's just a jacket. Just my jacket. <laughs> it's literally just a picture of them and the jacket. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, when you listen to it, fawn is like that, like heart pounding. Mm-hmm. Like if I listen to it and I'm driving, I'm just like, shit, I'm around like 60 and yeah, 30. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, sorry, I'm done gushing over. No, no, you're welcome
0: now. to. This is this episode is about gushing over games. Okay. So kind of <laughs> gosh, <awesome>.
1: gosh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Darkest Dungeon as well. Yes, the big old bounty hunter poster on my wall, yeah, framed. Yeah. Love it. That's not a game I know much about either. Is it not? No. Uh, very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Uh, very turn-based. Very dungeon crawler. Is it the
0: one where you can sort of. Is it like the realistic the characters have like emotions and they get scared and might not? Attack yeah, they get
1: stressed it, out and have heart attacks and shit. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's it is a stressful game to play. Yeah. But you've also got this like great music, this soundtrack and the setting, the art style, and the narrator, who mm-hmm. I can't do the voice of. But um it's just like everything he says is just insanely creepy. But in like opposed to just like, eh, you're going to die. <laughs> it's like this like booming like makes you feel like everything's going wrong Oh right. opposed to just being creepy and like ominous it really hits you that he says success so clearly imbued but merely a trick of the light and it's like oh shit so it's like I'm doing well but something's (laughs) going to go wrong or it's like uh, in prodigious size alone does not something something it's just like like mind games in the lines yeah it's so weird but it all turns really like you go from having these characters you pick out if they die Mm -hmm. they're gone um, you can invest Permadeath. Like, yeah, you can invest like ten thousand gold into one dude and then he just gets Shit. you get unlucky, he gets critted twice and he's gone. Fuck. And you lose you lose everything on them. And it's just it gets crazy. You gotta get your compositions right, you've got to get your timings right. Uh you oh, got right. if you get negative quirks, like um you always start off with a guy called Reynold, who's uh right. <laughs> Yeah. And he'll like just sometimes walk up to a crate and just be like, he'll just go like whistle. It just says whistle in a bracket, right. and then he takes the stuff. And you might actually really need the food, and then everyone starves and dies. Oh no, because of fucking oh, rain God, rain God, rain Fucking <laughs> But he doesn't eat the food either. He dies like a prick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, yeah, so that's that's another one that I really want the soundtrack for as well. Yeah, it'd be so nice to listen. That's to. That's
0: something I'll check out. Definitely, I will look into that one. One of the games that I. Once getting into more into indie games was that I've I've actually not bought, but I've reveled over it many times. Is Shovel Knight? Yes, that just, is a very good game. It's incredible. Obviously inspired by the likes of Mega Man, yeah, um, and the early side scrolls, yeah, Metroidvania style games. It's what they did with that is incredible. They took everything that everyone loved about 8-bit games and turned it into something amazing by combining like the little flares that we can get from newer games, like even just like the parallax scrolling in the backgrounds. Oh, it's so good. It, it really feels is authentic. It does,
1: and that's what you want from that. Yeah,
0: and then they like boosted the color palettes up to modern color palette sizes as opposed to using just whatever the
1: sixteen colors, or whatever it was. It's a nostalgic treat. Yes, it is yeah. I played it for the first time, and I felt like I'd played it before. Really? Yeah, just was... because of
0: how reminiscent it felt.
1: Oh yeah, like even the yeah. controls are so simple. It's like I'm mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, and it's like, oh shit! I am so good. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing it. Yes. Yeah. No, I need to. I need to get it. I want to get.
0: I was. It's on the Switch, in it. Uh, I think
1: it? I think it is now. Yeah, I think there's like a Game of the Year edition or something. Yeah,
0: because it was on the 3DS. I'm sure you get it on the DS was and it? on the the Wii.
1: No way, that's really cool. I didn't realize it yeah, was on those. Yeah,
0: they did a, a 3DS version. That was. I don't know if it was different. It might be exactly the same, but maybe you had like an extra little challenge mode. I'm sure there was something else extra.
1: Yeah, I feel like it makes sense because mm-hmm. it's obviously the way it's laid out and the way it's like. They, they could take out certain features like the um, the parallax scrolling and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. And it'd still work because of how it is. Yeah. And yeah. you wouldn't feel like you lost anything.
0: No, not at all. Because that, I mean, that's kind of something you probably wouldn't even notice initially.
1: No, definitely not, yeah. Mm. Unless you're going like back and forth. Yeah. But who'd do that? Yeah, <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> Just to prove you wrong. Yeah. Uh, do you think that these indie
0: games that sort of skyrocket to the top, do you think... Well, how do you think AAA games companies deal with that? Do you think they get inspired by these small games?
1: I I don't think so. I think they know that what they do is their bread and butter. Mm -hmm. So if you look at like Ubisoft or EA or just whoever at this point, Mm -hmm. because at the minute it is a very AAA saturated market. It's not like the PS2 where you could just like go to the shop, pick up a game by this developer, and it's fine. Now you are very much kind of in to what you can play mm-hmm. uh, especially if you want to buy new games every now and again yeah so assassin's Creed is never going to change now uh, they might change like how the rpg elements work mm-hmm. um it's call of duty that's it's just call of duty it's just call of duty fifa's fifa uh, apparently they lost their license to manchester united the other day really uh to pez weird yeah, I don't know how true that is. I just heard it the other day. And I was like, mm. that can't be right. I can't see FIFA going back to calling Manchester Reds or something. No, no. <laughs> it's just, that's what it is. They're, they're not going to take those risks that little games are. No, no. Um,
0: because if you're trying to sell 100,000... Oh, no, sorry. Maybe 3, 4 million units. Yeah. And you get a bad review because someone doesn't like the story.
1: Look at, De- look at um, Dead Space. Yeah. That was set up by Visceral. Visceral Games, yeah. Uh, and then... EA basically screwed them over and just said, like, right, mm-hmm. unrealistic sales targets. And then they stripped out all of the content from three. They were just like, right, yeah. Universal ammo, co-op, despite it being a horror game. And they just couldn't make the cut and had to get rid of it. It's a shame that. I mean, it be, well, I had a chat with that gent the other day,
0: whose sister, her best oh, friend, yeah. works high up at EA. Oh, that's, how do just, you meet these people? I don't know. <laughs> so that's maybe something we could ask them if we get to chat. I'm, I'm thinking of pointing that out to people on Twitter. What, what would, you, would you, what ask? would you, indie on ga- indie devs, and you know, you get your gamers who like small games. What would you ask EA if you had the opportunity to, and then we could go and have a chat with them.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. what well, though, let's put that out there then. What would? Yeah, yeah. We'll so, put it in another video as well because I can appreciate some people mm-hmm. that have the time to listen to four podcasts. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what do you guys, what would you actually want to, uh, please don't just be like, why are you dicks? Yeah, because yeah, no, <laughs> obviously they're
0: a company, they, they have to make money in what they do.
1: Yeah, and it does give competitions good in yeah, the yeah. gaming industry, mm-hmm. but some of their practices are a bit. Yeah, silly.
0: some of the things are not the best, but that's something I'd like to bring up with them, Yeah, if we get to chat with them. This is not a definite, but if we do, if you want to send any questions into us at griefbrio at gmail.com or any of our social medias at Griefbrio. they would, were more than happy to take some questions to him.
1: We will ask word for word more spelling mistakes the better don't make me ask this guy so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm just going to end up asking loads about this new fucking star wars game did you see the new trailer today no ho ho matey ho 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 it's fucking ho-ho, well, ho-ho, ho-ho.
2: Ho-ho.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah mate it looks like <laughs> so <good. laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah so yeah we'll see got at my fucking capture is terrible right <laughs> it's just right like now. dark blue yeah, in, so. sorry i might have to chop that bit yeah it looks really good. Anyway, that's what I was trying to say. It, it, it's um, they've got even the fucking music down from the original Star Wars,
1: such as ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba. <laughs> no. It
0: feels perfect. Yeah,
1: no, that's I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Not a massive, not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, but yeah. I can appreciate a, good, a cool universe. Okay, from that you're scene. allowed to be wrong, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate. Don't make me get into when I first watched the first Star Wars film. No, no, don't worry. It's all right.
0: I kind of want you to though. <laughs> Go on.
1: So I us. watched the first Star Wars film maybe a year and a bit ago.
0: Okay. I was in A New Hope or Phantom Menace? A New Hope. Alright.
1: Um so I'd never seen all three. I've never seen I've still not seen two and three. Okay. Uh so sorry. Uh five and six? Does that make sense? Empire
0: Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yes.
1: Um but I watched the first one, but I sorry, the Fourth one. Four, yeah. <laughs> so i watched A New Hope, yeah. but I'd already seen, um, was it Force Awakens? Yes. Which is basically... After Return of the Jedi. No. Force Awakens uh, is seven.
0: No, Rogue One? Rogue One is before A New Hope.
1: But they are the same film. Which one's the same film? <laughs> they are the same film. None of them are the same. Oh, a For- They're basically the same a film. A New
0: Hope and Force Awakens are similar, yeah. They are very, yeah. very the, similar. The plot devices are very
1: similar, yeah. Also... Um, Rogue One is basically Halo Reach yeah it is basically it is. Halo Reach yeah that's a good point it's bullshit yeah. I actually kind of like Rogue One though. that last scene with Darth I... Vader is amazing oh mate I love that film it was one of my mm. favourite Star Wars films yeah Um, but yeah when I've watched the you've
0: seen like two star of the two Star Wars films <laughs> no, that one's my favourite
1: I've seen the prequels I've seen the new ones right, all okay. the new ones I just haven't watched the original
0: so. sorry to interrupt there's a there's really fun. good way to watch through them in yeah. it is a really cool order you can do. So you start with A New Hope. Uh-huh. And you do Empire Strikes Back. And spoilers, you find out Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Yep. And then you go back to episode one, two, and three to find out how he became Darth Vader. Then you watch uh, one like a flashback. And find out, yeah. And then you do the culminating section of Return of the Jedi to find out how the story ends.
1: That's a good shot. It's, it's a cool way to do it. Yeah. A lot of
0: people do it. They just don't even watch episode one and two, though, because a lot of people don't like those. Whereas yeah. Revenge of the Sith's all right. That's actually quite good. Yeah, the set piece right. isn't that great. And that last battle scene, it takes place in like 20 minutes between Obi-Wan and Anakin. That's yeah. very, very good.
1: Yeah. I have the high ground. I have the high ground. Hello, Hello there. there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I watched the first one and it was just kind of by today's standards, bearing mm-hmm. in mind I'd never seen it. I feel like it is very much a nostalgia thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Probably. Whereas if you've never seen it and you've already seen episode seven, Mm-hmm. It is like, I've just watched kind of the better version because the acting's not great. No, no, it's not. Um, the set pieces are really cool. I can really appreciate everything it do- did for um, sci-fi in yeah, general. Yeah, like the
0: props just, are amazing. It's, a, it's, it's shot really, really it's well. actually
1: exceptional in those mm-hmm. regards. It's all but practical, isn't it? Yeah. It's just not a great film in my eyes because no, I've no. never seen it before. But imagine being back in 74 oh, yeah. or whatever yeah, it was. it's going to be one of the
0: coolest things ever. Your fucking mind. It's like people in... 1968 watching 2001 a space odyssey yeah but that I, I I love you know I love, I love that film it's one of my favorite films um there's a part in that i've been watching the making online currently there's a part where you see earth from space and when that film was made earth had never been seen from space
1: is it's the, it's the yeah. same isn't it yeah it's exactly the same and it's a
0: hand painted image oh my god yeah it's really well we need, need to, watch to watch that watch as well yeah
1: Shall we just book out a day and we'll just sit in our Jimmy Jams and yeah, watch that? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, Got We'll get those, those
0: burrito blankets oh, that I've seen online. Going to yeah. get some of those. That would be so good. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, let's on. <laughs> Hannah, you're <Yeah>. away now. <laughs> yeah. You're now. Yeah.
1: Sorry, on with your Star Wars. Uh, no, that was With much your Star it. Wars. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I really enjoyed the universe. I was upset about um, Battlefront 2. <laughs> That's yeah. basically my extended. I extender. haven't played
0: that one. I've yeah, played the first one, which I liked, but I found it. I don't know if it's just got a particularly steep learning curve. The new one. I think it was. It was the first one I've played. Battlefront one.
1: Wait, wait are these the remakes. Yeah. yeah. Not the PS2. Ones. Yeah. Not the not the old. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're they're just like any other first person mm-hmm. shooter or third person shooter nowadays. Like, I feel like just, the
0: guns are a bit shit. Yeah. Like you can't aim properly. Nothing feels the like you. can't Damage can fall view. off. Yeah. That, it's, that's the issue. Yeah so from far away bullets do fuck all and when they're next to you basically also does fuck all
1: but you watch any Star Wars film and you get yeah like braised great get brazed. you get yeah. like brazed, <laughs> gra- mm. bitch delicious yeah. uh, get grazed by a fucking blazer and you're yeah. dead blazer that's why I'm a bit I think I said in one of the other episodes I'm a bit concerned about the Star Wars game yeah because if you get hit by lightsaber your limbs might be gone Hmm. I, I want to see how they handle it yeah because obviously handle ha <laughs> ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just want to see how they deal with it because i just don't want it to be not that it bothers me but i don't want other people to be let down by that yeah yeah. but the gameplay seems that's pretty very noble good of you You don't
0: want other people to be let down yeah yeah
1: i'm just the noble that's, kind that's, of
0: guy just a noble game game yeah. game podcaster yeah <laughs> look at that I'm, look at that i'm so nice can i give you a random fact that i learned today uh, yeah go on yeah do you know what sonic the hedgehog's real name is
1: I want to say, like, fucking Sean, and he should be wearing, like, a fucking, like, surfer necklace. Shark tooth necklace. I'm <laughs> um, Sean the Or, Hedgehog. like, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brandon. No, it's uh,
0: Ogilvy Maurice the Hedgehog. Ogilvy Maurice? Ogilvy Maurice. Spell O-G-I-L-V-I-E. Okay. And then Maurice is in, like, Morris. Maurice. How
1: did you find that out?
0: I saw it on, I think you saw it on Game Grumps. And I thought Aaron was bullshitting, so I had to Google it. <laughs> and it turns out he is. Cannon, that's his name. Holy shit, that's kind of cool. I hope they call him that in the new film. <laughs> <laughs> so up, Ogle? O- Ogie. Ogie. Yeah. Movie Speaking news. We're getting it? some movie news. Movie yeah. news. Yes. Know it. let's do movie it. Movie news. Do you know it? We got some news about movies. Nah, no, I've never heard of it. So this week, we got the first proper look posters at The Witcher.
1: We did, we did, Henry Cavill. We
0: have. People lost their minds a bit. Because he's only got one sword on his
1: back. The other's on Roach, apparently. Oh, is it? Apparently. Apparently. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, okay. I bet they're like fucking CG this in on the <laughs> back all the yeah. time. <laughs> Fuck! Um, Who let John
0: back yeah, on the editing <laughs> <laughs> booth? But other than that, I mean, the armour looks really, really good. Everything yeah. that I've seen looks really cool. All the props and um, the way it's been designed looks really nice. The wig even looks better. It does. Because yeah. in those test shots, the I understand it was test shots and everyone lost the man it was fucking shit. It was test shots. It's not <laughs> gonna look the best. No. A, a proper makeup person who makes it for TV won't have done it, it'll just be a photographer makes makeup person. Not that they're any worse, it's just different. So don't be offended the if you're a photographer effects. makeup person. Yeah, it's a different yeah. effect. So what do you think? How are you feeling with it?
1: So I have read that they are going mainly off of the books, yes. which I do own but haven't read yet. I've got a bit through the first one, but it's very it's a bit of a hard read. The first yeah. bit of the first book is literally just like people around a campfire or something talking, oh, but right. there's loads of them. Or no, they're around um, a theatre show. I think oh, it's right. just such okay. a weird like people heckling and shit, and it's so difficult to read. <laughs> um, but I played The Witcher three to a massive extent. Yeah. I finished all the DLC and stuff. Damn, yeah, is the
0: big nuts over here? Doesn't.
1: <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I. All I want, because I've only played the games, yeah. like, two and three, is I really want just more of that Geralt, right. because that's who I've become attached to. Yeah. But, um... But Geralt's meant to be, like... He's you not say mean Book Geralt? Book Ger- oh. <laughs> <Buck> Geralt. Book <laughs> Geralt. He's just a little fucking, like, beetle. Yeah, yeah. But, um, he is meant to be uh more socially awkward. He hates humans. He has instead of having the the like um wolf medallion he just Mm -hmm. has like a flat medallion yeah yeah uh he saw that in the images yeah he's meant to be ugly and he's meant to be Mm -hmm. like just not not kind of everyone wants him yeah in the game they've made him like a
0: big hero kind of thing haven't they
1: yeah Yeah. he's noble and to a cause and Mm -hmm. just like a um he'll do what he needs to Mm -hmm. but that's not what the game is, so I that's my extent kind of done. Yeah, but yeah. from... I don't hate the look of it. I, I've only played the games and I don't hate the look. I'm just hoping that it's something that I'll enjoy.
0: Yeah, same. Like, I, I really want it to be... I hope it's dark. Yeah. And I mean, like, darker than Game of Thrones dark. I want, it like, a proper horror series where the monsters are actually scary yeah not like a fucking cgi werewolf that the monsters yeah. do
1: need to be the main focus yeah. really because as cool as bit the of body Witch horror and in there or something is, they need that that is mm-hmm. what it's bread and butter is yeah but i don't want my ignorance to be my downfall with this yeah it's not their fault i've not watched i've not, read, not read the books book. Yeah, that's not their fault there is there's a
0: lot of books isn't there uh, i think so yeah it's, it's, it's quite, quite a few. big series I mean, I, I, from what I've seen, I think people are a little more positive on it now that they've seen some the of the posters. Stuff, yeah. oh, there's a poster of him stood in the fog, isn't it? That does look really, really good. Yeah. And we've cool. seen the two other characters. That is it, Siri and Yennefer. Yennefer. Yeah. I don't really know much about them because I've only I've recently started <laughs> um, the Witcher Three, so I've seen a bit of them, but not not enough yet. So
1: Ciri's like Geralt's adoptive daughter. Yeah. She's the daughter of the Nilfgaardian. Which is like the bad guys, the main bad they wear black armor. Yeah, yeah. Um that's how you know the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um he's the she's the Nilfgaardian Emperor's daughter. And she has something right. called Elder Blood. Okay. Which is I old think man in blood. the game. <laughs> <Elf> man, <laughs> old Eld Man Blood. Watch out for her, she's got old man blood. <laughs> it's like um god blood effectively. Okay. Right. Um which means she can heal rapidly and stuff like that. Weird. And Yennefer is Geralt's significant other. Yeah. But he gets fucking side hose. He does, but what? only because he gets um, amnesia. Oh, really? In two? I'm pretty uh, sure.
0: Likely story. Ah, oh, fuck! I've got amnesia.
1: Yeah. Well, he's um the, I think witches and witches and witchers. Yeah. Um, they they're both infertile. Um, yes. Which means right. they've got like an increased libido. Yeah, yeah. Which is why they just like fuck so all much all the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's such like a. Fucking lad way of getting that in the box. (laughs) How can they do this? Both infertile libido, libido. Give it them, give it um. (laughs) them. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen any of the other
0: people who people wait? Hang on. Let me start out again. Have you seen any of the other actors that people had initially put forward to play them? Um... Sorry, to play Geralt? Because I know it first was Mads Mikkelsen, was the biggest rumor that was around. I don't even know if it was put forward to him. Or whether people were just...
1: He said he'd love to, but no, I don't think anyone approached him. Really? He said he really wanted to, yeah.
0: No way, cause I know that people would CG'd him to look like him on one of the images or something, or just look really cool. Um, yeah. There was also... People were throwing out Vigo Morton Jensensen. Yes. Famous for Aragon.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. He's not got the face. No, no. He's, that... and he's
0: obviously a lot older now as well, that's the thing. He's yeah, in his well, late 50s, I think.
1: Geralt is grey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. he is.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even Nicolaj Costa Waldo played Jamie Lannister oh my god I'd fucking kill to see yeah, that I would be so because he's, he's Danish um, as well yeah. isn't he so it's and that's supposed to be set over in Scandinavia isn't it
1: yeah it's uh, Polish yes yeah
0: the, uh, the book's come from yeah. Poland there are yeah. lots of
1: people kicking off that there weren't many black characters in The Witcher
0: I know but isn't it set in it's Scandinavia
1: set in, it's set in Poland well yeah but there's also trolls and shit so yeah. you can't really that's like <laughs> I saw that argument where it's like yeah but there's you can't because, you know, it's Poland. It's like, mate, there's fucking, like, griffins and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can have you can't anything can't you want, can't that. you? Yeah. But I get where, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, primarily it, white? I was going to say, culture?
0: is it... I, I don't know if it's supposed to be in our world. That's what I was getting at. Is it, is it supposed to be, like...
1: Yeah, it's difficult. It's hard. Yeah.
0: If it's a completely made-up world, then fair enough. There should be all kind of races of people.
1: Yeah. Well, there are, like, succubus... Uh, succubus... Busses. Succubus. succubies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there are like black succubi. I think it's succubi. G. Succubi. G. That makes so much more sense. Yeah, it does. Oh my god. Yeah, I think there are as well. And yeah, I I don't know if they just changed it with certain stuff, but it was just a bit of a weird argument. Yeah. So it was worth bringing up. There's there's always been that kind of controversy around mm-hmm.
0: it. Well, maybe they'll change that in series. Hopefully, yeah, they do. Possibly. Yeah. Well, I
1: think Jennifer's actress. Mm-hmm. My, I didn't. I I literally glanced over. I think she might be black. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think so on the image that I saw. Unless it was just like, I've just j- scrolled past a bunch of articles and there's yeah, been ads yeah. and stuff, maybe.
0: Uh, where are we now? I was going to yeah.
1: look. But yeah, if you've not played The Witcher 2 or 3, mm-hmm. um, 1 was a bit janky, a bit of a janky yeah. mess. Um, 2 and 3 are exceptional games. I, w- I could recommend them to literally anyone. Okay. that's Anyone. Everyone. Get it. Anyone, everyone. The it in your game, boy. The president of um, <laughs> Poland gave Barack Obama a copy of The Witcher 2 when they were, uh, Obama was doing a state visit. No way. Because he said that this solidifies our place in the global market. That's cool. Or something along those yeah. lines, showing that that's a big industry. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in Poland knows what The Witcher is, apparently. That's really cool. Because um, my mate's wife is Polish and she because she mm-hmm. asked like do you know what The Witcher is and he was like yeah why do you, how do you know what that is she yeah. was like yeah everyone in Poland knows what it is it's like that big big famous thing maybe yeah because everyone here knows what like EastEnders is yeah
0: well I, I would have said Lord of the Rings but
1: yeah Well, Lord of the Rings yeah that's yeah point. yeah,
0: yeah. I am thinking about book series I don't know if you saw today as well with movie news that um we got the live casting for The Little Mermaid and it's going to yes. be Halle Bailey which I kept reading is Halle Berry yeah, I, I did And I was like, well. Halle Berry, what? <laughs> she's, a,
1: she's getting on a bit. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, I thought she was supposed to be like 16, Ariel. Um, mm-hmm. So the inter- uh, it's one of those arguments again online where apparently people are saying people are freaking out because they've cast a black actress as Ariel, but I've not seen anyone saying it's a bad thing. I yeah. feel like people just cause drama because they're expecting people to kick off about it.
1: Yeah, I feel like everyone's getting defensive for someone else yeah, who doesn't yeah. care. The only... It's not, by any stretch, a negative thing I'm saying this about mm-hmm. it. It's that in the original, she was white. Yeah, yeah. And now she is not. Yeah. So, the inconsistency for is the people. only thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: But she also it doesn't... In the, the film, she does live in the Caribbean, and she has a Jamaican crab what? for her best friend. Exactly. So, with that, it kind yeah. of makes more sense. <laughs> Again,
1: it's just one of those where it's like, it's literally just the inconsistency yeah, yeah, between yeah. that and and this that's the only thing i can say it's like Like,
0: in the new aladdin jasmine had an english accent but her dad had an indian accent yeah like that's weird for inconsistencies but you know it's whoever you cast as long as they're good films i really don't care who's in them
1: yeah like as far as i'm concerned Mm -hmm. with that it's they've hired an actor yeah yeah.
0: that's why they play different people as is their job yeah Yeah. exactly Um, big shrug yeah uh, I know I mentioned Viggo Mortensen Morten before. Uh, that is how you say his name, just to be sure. Um, it's actually... you know it's Viggo Mortensen. I, I, I knew always... it was. I thought you yeah.
1: like. Yeah, you meant to say his little yeah. name or some no. shit.
0: <laughs> no, I, I always like fucking go on too long with his name because it's weird. You know in the first Lord of the Rings? Yes. In the part where he's fighting the orcs in the woods?
1: Is this the tooth thing?
0: No, no. All right. His, uh, what's the tooth thing?
1: Um, he broke his tooth and they super glued it back on. Oh, really? Yeah, during a fight. So he's no like, let's right. keep rolling. <laughs> and then yeah. they like rushed him to a dentist after they recorded no the
0: fight. He also broke his foot in the second one from kicking a helmet, you know, when they find the pile of bodies yeah. and, he, and he screams and kicks the helmet. <laughs> yeah. The reason he screams that hard is because he broke his toes.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
0: God. Yeah. No, yeah. In, in the first one in Fellowship of the Ring, you know, when he's fighting the big Urukai who's just uh, sh- shot his bow at someone, I don't want to spoil stuff in case anyone hasn't seen it, but you should have all seen it by now. He throws a dagger at him. He didn't throw the prop dagger. He threw the real dagger. And Vigo actually blocked it with his sword. That shot that you see where he blocks the dagger was real. Holy shit. I know. And it's so fucking fast. And it's just like, and it flies off the other way. Yeah, that was real. Holy shit. We'll watch that scene in a second. That is so cool. I know.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, there's loads of stuff like that in Lord of the Rings, people getting injured. I think Sam's character, he... Sam's character. Sam. (laughs) um, Uh, oh, jump, jumped off a um, or oh, they were going through some water or something mm-hmm. and he jumped into jumped into it and he got a piece of glass impaled through his foot a massive spike of glass and oh, he went through the prosthetics and everything no way just like shit there was some <laughs> thick hobbit prosthetic feet as well yeah they're massive weren't they <laughs> yeah probably put metal underneath there. yeah
0: yeah probably do that next time yeah uh, is there anything else in movie news I don't think there was I think that was everything you know
1: no have you watched the new Aladdin yet I have is there any good
0: you know what? It was. Okay. Me and Helen went into it and Helen, she'd made this afterwards that she tried her best not to like it. Okay. Like She really didn't want to accept that it was good. And it, it yeah. was. It was pretty decent. It expanded on stuff nicely. Some some of the script wasn't as good and could have used a bit of work. There was the odd bit of bad acting.
1: Yeah, it's going to happen. though. Yeah,
0: I, I still don't think Guy Ritchie was the right director for the job. Yeah. Like, why did they get somebody to snatch? Why didn't you get Gore Vabrinsky to fucking Pirates of the Caribbean or something? You could something literally get an anyone fantasy who fantasy thing.
1: Anything that does anything just like um, whimsical. Yeah, yeah, opposed exactly. Opposed to a of, of fucking kill you, fuck you fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: But, uh, yeah, I mean, visually, like, graphics were amazing. The the songs were great in their reproductions. Will Smith was by far not the worst thing about that film.
1: I thought you were going to say by far the best, but by far not the worst. No, it...
0: it he was really really good he may have been the best thing I, I'd, I'd like to watch it again to yeah. reflect on it again because seeing it in the cinema Aladdin was my favourite Disney film growing up I absolutely loved it that and probably Hercules were two of my favourites that's Hercules and the yeah, yeah. stitch because they're the ones that I saw in the cinema when I was little oh, right. Um, like the bit with the procession with the Prince Ali song fucking loved it really really did oh, I was enthralled it was great in the cinema the sound was dead loud stamping elephants all that biz you know what I mean with fabulous Fabulouses all that shit Dali like Abamua wow. regular men obviously you can sing the whole thing if you want maybe later yeah <laughs> a bit later once this has ended just yeah. the concerned eyes yeah like, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna do it yeah it, it was good I, I'd recommend it I would on some stuff it changes other things there's some bits of, like I would like to have seen like they didn't do the big snake at the end okay I would like to have seen the giant snake I thought it was really leading up to that and it was on the top of the big Sultan's Palace thing and it was like yeah. on a big balcony. It's like, oh, we're going to get a big snake. Then get a big snake. <laughs> Rick and wreck and Rick and break. That's into the snake. That's what I wanted. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. Watch it. Recommend it. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. I, I will watch it. Cool. Uh, I will add it to the ever-growing list. Ever-growing <laughs> list of things that you haven't seen.
0: List. We are going to have to go through all these old sci-fi films and watch them. Maybe oh, we'll yeah. do like a stream and watch along. We could do a watch along.
1: Yeah, that'd be really cool. Are we allowed to do that? Copywriting stuff? As long as we can just set a timestamp and yeah, be we like, a start time the movie
0: stamp. now. Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. 321. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do that.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: right, I think maybe we should end it there then. Yeah. Have you got any recommendations? Oh yes, weekly recommends. We haven't done that in a while. We should need to get back into doing that. My weekly recommend is going to be. Oh my goodness. So, I
1: don't know. Have you got any? um any one to mind? I'm probably going to say Frostpunk. Okay. Or Hotline Miami. Either of those. If you've not played. So, Hotline Miami, super violent, top down, really quick. If you die, press R and you start again straight away. Um, Great game. Super cheap as well. Or Frostpunk, which is uh, England freezes over, New Ice Age, and you've got to live around this massive generator. It's a town management thing. Oh, cool. But you've got to deal with morality and all these hard choices. Really good too. That sounds pretty fun. Hella awesome. I recommend. It's yeah, not yeah. fun. It's so depressing. <laughs> I would lose like five hours at a time. I just don't realize, because you uh, you kind of set yourself all the tasks, like, shit, I need to do this, and then build this, and then make yeah. sure people are fed, and do all this. And you just look at like, shit five six hours has gone by i did that with that game avon
0: colony that i suggested like on the yeah. first second episode i loved that game and it's gone off game pass oh no and it's gone back to like 30 quid and I'm like fuck i was really enjoying that but it like forced me to go cold turkey because i was the same like i was a little bit addicted to it i completed it and kept doing it harder and harder and harder yeah so i'm kind of glad it's gone because i was losing a lot of time in that uh, my weekly recommend for this week is going to be ashen ashen i don't know if you've played ashen i think i've heard of it it's like a low poly dark souls yeah in a really cool world i love the story it was really really nice the town building aspect because it's like kind of like in dark souls where you're sort of getting more people to come back to firelink shrine but it's more you're actually they start building a town and opening shops and doing all stuff like that okay and you explore further from that first area and you just keep expanding the map and it's it's, it's amazing it's hard and some of it is less forgiving than Dark Souls.
1: Less Where, forgiving than Dark Souls? Yeah,
0: yeah. In, in terms of like, it doesn't always give you enough time in some places to react to things that will kill you in one go. Like something will jump on you and kill you. Okay. So there's the odd bit like that, but it, it's worth persevering through that. For yeah. the actual world, it really, really is a nice Definitely game. Definitely give that a go. Yeah. It's, any Dark Souls fans, please, please go check that out. Um, right, shall we end it there?
2: Yeah, that's great. Yes
0: so thank you for guys thank you for guys thank you guys for listening to episode 20 of the grief burrito podcast the big fucking 20 like i said again thank you for listening to this part yeah,
1: thank you so much and thank you for all the warm welcomes for me yeah yeah really didn't even, kind of you bring that up yeah yeah thank you so much it's been really heartwarming to see all this kind of like has. positive stuff yeah it nice. has just given me a nice little <laughs> smile Aww. yeah it's
0: nice it's like we said in the last episode, we love the fucking podcast community. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice like group of people who are brought together. Not even just for other podcasters who have like helped us get going and help us get you know connecting with our listeners, but even the listeners that have reached out to us. Like I got a phone call today by one of our Patreon subscribers to let me know that they really enjoyed the last episode oh, with Alex so and nice. that, and to let, let you know that he's enjoying you being on. Oh, that's that's amazing. So it's, it's really nice. Like, I, it's, that makes me feel. If warm if and fuzzy. you can find my mobile number. You're more than welcome to call me.
1: That is great. That is awesome, guys. And yeah, all the best to Jono. Like, yeah, yeah. the one thing I am not massively happy about this podcast with mm-hmm. is that I can't listen to it anymore. Yeah, I know. I'm losing an hour a week of entertainment. Know, I'm sorry, dude. But yeah. no hopefully i'm enjoyable to listen to yeah people are
0: enjoying <laughs> it so far and like yeah like you said we wish johnny nothing but the best there's no animosity for him leaving the podcast it was just literally a time thing he doesn't have time to do it anymore
2: we will see him soon yes um, he's, he I still
0: hope. said he'll, he'll guess now and then so he will be back with that we'll see you on episode 21
1: yeah love you all
0: for the future
1: for the future <gasps> away onwards <laughs> onwards time
2: steed <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello guys, Harrison again, just wanted to say thank you for listening to our big episode 20 and I hope you will welcome Lauren with her new video as we go into our spooky adventures in the courthouse hopefully this month. Don't forget you can get hold of us at griefbrito pretty much everywhere and if you want to send us any emails you can get us at griefbrio at gmail.com and you can join our Patreon if you want to get any more bonus episodes, badges, stickers, t-shirts, all that kind of shit and you'll get shout outs on the show. But now i got to go do some stuff, I've got to go to London, got to see the Stanley Kubrick exhibition and maybe I'll get a picture of a fatberg especially for you guys. Oh yes. We'll see you on episode 21. Goodbye.